Hello, I'm Josh, and welcome to Lovely Stuff, a podcast to distract us from bad news, to engage our mind and think about good times. Each episode, I'll ask a friend about the first single they bought, the film that means a lot to them, and where they're going to go when this whole thing blows over. Hope everyone's doing well. Had a nice weekend. Uh, weather's been alright, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> always revert straight to weather chat, obviously. It's deeply ingrained in my culture. Um, haven't really got up to too much ourselves, really. Um, done, done some more baking to varied success levels. Glenn's getting really into the garden, especially planting veg. Uh, we've got a nice greenhouse that we can use here. So she's loading up that with all sorts before uh, supermarkets go completely to pieces. Yeah. So this episode is with my very good friend, Denim. Uh, Denim's one of the sweetest guys you'll ever meet, if we're honest, if you know him. He's very, very kind and always very upbeat and a good laugh. We worked together for a couple of years, window cleaning, uh, so I got to know him quite well. Oh wow, it's a plane. Oh, don't see those too often nowadays. So yeah, yeah, really, um, I was looking forward to recording it um, and... Yeah, we just didn't didn't manage to to sync up our diaries for a few weeks, but we managed to do it this weekend. Uh, and I thought it was so good, I just wanted to put it out straight away. So here you go. Hope you enjoy it, and I'll see you at the end for a little catch up. Fantastic! Yeah, thanks for waiting for me. Yeah, I'm a fan of the show. <laughs> Long time listener, first time. First time. <laughs> Yeah, I listen to it when I window clean and it's, it just brings back memories of when we used to work together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's also helped me to like, you know, think back about like my childhood as well. Like when Phil was talking about things, I was just like, my brain was just unlocking. Just like, oh, I remember that. I know. I love that. <laughs> it's like the, um, like the questions don't, don't. They obviously I open up slightly, but it's hearing other people talk about stuff that you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about that aspect of childhood. There's quite a lot of crossover, like from like your people your age, my age, and but there's still some crossover there, isn't there? There is like even like the same food yeah. you're eating, or, like TV shows, or like. But how are you finding it? Like broadcasting? Are you you enjoying it? Or are you like, oh, I've dived right in, and now I'm not really interested anymore? <laughs> No, it's good. It's all good. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite a lot of admin, just negotiating when we can record it, and then also the mixing time. You know what it's like um, yeah. with your with your wedding vids. <laughs> um, it's but even on this, it's on average it at least takes twice as long as the episode to yes. like edit. That's it. Uh, so. <laughs> Oh man! So, yeah, it's quite a lot of work, but it is great, and like, I'm really surprised by how many people are listening, and the feedback's been really nice. That's so brilliant. I'll keep, doing it. I'll keep doing it as long as people are listening. <laughs> yeah, it's good, isn't it? Um, it's funny, like if you're editing like a wedding speech, it's funny because there'll be like obviously the speech, and if they're putting in jokes in there, the laughter is so wildly like, <laughs> and you're like, calm down. Like, <laughs> that takes a while. The levels are out. <laughs> We're talking about re-editing. I've re-edited my wedding video. Oh, nice. The, yeah. It's just on... To me, it was unwatchable because I, I was in it. I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> You've edited yourself out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't do this. So, um, and it's pretty long as well. So, cut, cut bits, even bits out of my speech that are just embarrassing. Two years on, it's like, oh man. It's like when George Lucas like re-edits his Star Wars films every like four years. <laughs> yeah. More stormtroopers in the background. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um th- this question you have to like enter some sort of 
special hypothetical world we can have anything imagine like the i always forget what it's called the generator machine on star trek when they're just like i want this and it just appears <laughs> oh i have a really boring answer it's just ice cold glass of chocolate milkshake yazoo yes but, mate yazoo. yeah but it's not very inventive it is it's indulgent that's what i like about it <laughs> Uh, do you prefer the like the more milk consistency milkshakes? I know, like, I know. What you mean, do you mean because Yazoo is that UHT milk? So it's quite thin. Yeah, you but mean? then you've got like fridge, which is like really thick and like eight hundred percent sugar. Oh, yeah, man. I think I love those. Yeah, fridge used to be the one, but then dairy intolerance. Oh so, yeah. Well, 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 I could have UHT milk. Sorry, that's a boring story. But in the in the hypothetical world, you don't ah, have any intolerances. Right. Well, uh, <laughs> pump it into my veins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything changes. Um, I was trying to think yesterday, like, what's a drink that's like blown my mind recently? I don't know. I'm not very inventive. I haven't had a Doom Bar, a pint of Doom Bar, in a long time. So it's going to be that. But I thought. Oh. Yeah, we'll we'll leave it as chocolate milkshake. Yeah, man. Oh man. <laughs> Honestly, like a good milkshake is is up there. Have oh. you ever been to um, JJ's Diner in Brighton? I have. Yes, oh, I was so thinking good. about that yesterday. Yeah, they give I, you like that Sunday version of the milkshake, but also like another like was it that metal? Oh yeah. So they make it in the mixer, and then they give you the leftover. Yes. Stuff in the in the oh, metal. That's the meal in itself. So yeah, if you're food and that, you're just stuffed. That is it. So I always yeah. remember the Snickers one. They did like a Snickers one there. That was so nice. That is it. It's funny, isn't it? Like in the winter time, you like crave hot drinks, but like sometimes it's still like, do you want, <laughs> do you want a cold milkshake, please? Yeah. Obviously, it's not winter now, but you know what I mean. I, I was going to um, go on. Sorry, I was. Oh, I was going to say. As we go through this, you, you've already answered like these questions, like your experiences, haven't you, in the previous episodes? But yeah, most of them. But as you go along, are you still like, oh, actually, I remember. Like, did you, did you see Bambi? It's your first film or something? Free Willy. Oh, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's to be honest. You saying milkshake? That's that's kind of set me off on a whole another thing I hadn't thought about yet. Um, <laughs> Yeah, decent milkshake. I used to, when me and Toby were window cleaning together in our teens, we like had hardly any work and we also had very low motivation because we were working together. Um, <laughs> and like we'd go and do like a handful of jobs and then we'd go down to Morrison's, which is like the big supermarket, and I'd go and get, like I remember one time we only had enough money to basically buy a copy of Kerrang. <laughs> and then I used to love those. I used to, used to do big cheese and onion rolls in the bakery yeah. and then a, a like a one liter bottle of their strawberry milkshake yes. that, would, that would be it we basically just earn enough money to buy that and that was it for the day yeah was that lunch yeah, or that, bread? that was just yeah that was don't know but yeah we were, you, we were the worst we had like no motivation but i just wanted that sweet sweet milkshake yeah something to work towards anyway so you, so you don't um what what if you were going for an alcoholic drink what would you go for? Because you don't drink loads, do you? <laughs> no, I've, I've always been really, um, really like, what's the word? Easy. Like, take it or leave it. Like, one like one day it'd be like, oh, yeah, I've got to have a beer. And other days, like, ah, I can leave it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've been trying to get into some some kind of ales. But a lot, yeah, I, a lot of the time I've just been like, oh, I don't like this. I remember a while ago, I was in Windsor and there was a pub there and a friend got like, I don't even remember what it was called. It was like a red ale. I just yeah. never seen that before and he didn't finish it. And I was like, can I have that? <laughs> so, so yeah, a nice red ale will do me. That'd be great. Nice. Yeah. Do you, have you got into, have you tried much of like the, the craft IPA scene? Like um, hoppy tasting beers? Not, yeah, I, I I've only had a few of the like Camden Hells. Is that the same? It's the same thing. So no, it's a lager, actually. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. There was an an ale that I 
I didn't really get into. But then I like the lager. <laughs> the last big purchase I made was because I was I got a couple of I got a, a case from B fifty two which was free. You just pay for the postage, don't you? And then yeah. since that, that was like week one of lockdown. So then I did a brew dog order, forty eight cans for sixty quid, which was uh, not too bad. And I've just got to make sure that lasts at least a month. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Oh, keep you going. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. I like. I don't. I didn't drink much at home. Like yes. love, I like to go to the pub, which wasn't very often. Maybe once or twice a month. And then if I had friends coming over, or I was going to friends, I'd always just get. Like most supermarkets, like do like a four for six pound offer on the ales or whatever. Just yes. do that. But I would never have stuff in at home. Just I don't know. I just rarely thought about a beer. Like with, I don't know, the sort of person to get to have to always have a drink with dinner or anything like that. I don't know why. I guess it's just get into the routine of of it. But then <laughs> it's basically since lockdown, it's just the first thing I thought about ordering. Maybe it's because. <laughs> <laughs> I came came back from snowboarding where I was like in the habit of drinking reg- like each day, and then just came home and was like, oh, you know, I could carry this on, I suppose. <laughs> now you've told me that before. It's, it's not a bad thing about not drinking at home because I remember you saying um, it was more of a social thing for you, wasn't it? Yeah, but, and I think yeah, especially like drinking as a reaction or a coping mechanism is not good. Yeah, you know, if you're like, oh, I'm really stressed. I'm like, wait for that first beer. I mean, it is a nice <laughs> feeling, but equally, if you start to depend on it, you're kind of going on a slippery slope, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> I remember you saying you had a friend who was a window cleaner. That like, was it like that for him? He used to just come home straight to the fridge for like a beer or two, and then for a while, didn't he like snap out of it? He's like, actually, it's pretty bad. Like, yeah, he's was, was like coming every- in. Yeah. drinking one and as he was still drinking the other one he was opening the next one <laughs> just like yeah Aww. yeah it i mean it, you know it's a case for a lot of people a yeah. lot of people do and obviously you know it's not not inherently bad in itself but um yeah you gotta be careful you gotta check yourself and i think especially <laughs> now at the moment you know we, we're bound to have more uh bad days yeah just gotta check that you can that you can cope with those without depending on a substance of some sort. Yeah. Food, been, food is one thing. <laughs> I've been depending on that Yazoo, though, because there's like a two-litre <laughs> bottle of it. And it's like, if you have... It only equals out to about, like, one and a half glasses each if you have it with someone else. That's pretty ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Two litres gone. Drinking pints of milkshake while laughing. <laughs> Get it down, your son. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> okay, cool. So what's the first film you remember seeing? So I remember, so I was born in 95. I remember seeing A Bug's Life. So it was yes, 1998. Mate. So I must have, yeah, must have been three. Wow. I only remember a few frames of it, though. And, yeah, I remember before it, you remember the trailers before? I remember there was a trailer for, like, Mighty Joe Young with Bill Paxton. Yeah. <laughs> I've still seen it about that gorilla. But that, that's the first thing that I remember. But apparently, I don't know why, when I, when I, was, I must have been two, when Titanic came out in 97, my parents went to see it and obviously took me. I don't know if they couldn't find a babysitter or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was long. Wow. They, they, they were like, yeah, you sat there. You were still for the whole of the film. But like, what troubles me is like, it's quite a frightening... <laughs> Quite a frightening thing, especially when the Titanic actually like it starts to sink. Do you remember that bit? There's that guy hanging on, and he yeah, falls, yeah. like hits that fan. <laughs> so uh, sitting there like whoa, no. uh, that's hilarious. I'm surprised you were allowed to. Yeah, oh, man. so <laughs> yeah, fun. Bugs Life. I still like those like Disney Pixar films. Mm. And then I love that film. It's good, isn't it? Kevin Spacey that hasn't aged well, but (laughs) so that's what I remember, like cinema-wise. But at home, I think it was like it's been nineteen ninety-four, like The Lion King. I remember like seeing the ending of that on a TV. But that that is already. But my wife said that the first film she saw in cinema was the same as yours, Free Willy. Really brilliant. (laughs) I, I just like your stories though when you're saying like. 
some cinemas now are still expensive, but you're like, your parents saved for weeks. Yeah. And they went as a family. It was, it was an event kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, enjoy this. It's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially um, with my early memories of cinema, I was going like not many times at all to the Electric Palace, which was the local little cinema. I had no idea how much it was. I'm sure it was expensive. Um, but then when we were a bit older going to the like multiplex it was the UGC which is they think they were bought out by Cineworld or you know uh-huh. that particular one was whether the company was anyway I don't know so that's yeah, like multi-screen like 10 screens or whatever uh, similar to the one at Crawley yes and then and then going to either McDonald's or Pizza Hut afterwards that was like a proper oh, event that was yeah. Like, yeah mega mega oh, that, and that probably would have been kind of bug's life era like when i was about nine or ten nice so it was yeah maybe once maybe twice a year but hardly yeah, hardly at all really because mm. we were quite far away from anything as well like yes um yeah just just going like you know petrol to get there is one thing you know yeah that is it i do um i do like the love for jurassic park and star wars on this pod <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> a lot of people so good like like Dave talking about the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Great. So it was like yeah. I remember going to see oh I'd have to ask Toby if he remembers which one it was, but going to see either Revenge of the Sith. No, what was what? It was episode two. Is that Revenge of the Sith? No, it's Clone Wars, isn't it? Attack Attack of the Attack Clone. Two thousand two, yeah. Two thousand two. So and then Revenge of the Sith was that two thousand four? Five. Five, okay. So I think it was probably Attack of the Clones that we uh, we weren't old enough to drive, and my parents were like didn't weren't interested in seeing it. So I remember <laughs> going going to Colchester, and they dropped us at the cinema, and they must have like gone into the town, or whatever. And we had to like for a matinee showing of it. And yeah, then, and then then picking us up afterwards. That's brilliant. Yeah, that. Just me and him. That's probably the only time that we went to the cinema, just the two of us actually. Oh, do they oh. parents drive you home just like we don't approve of what you just saw? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're probably old enough. Like, so if it was 2002, I would have been 14, he would have been 16. So we're probably oh. old enough that they were like, well, you know, you, you know, they didn't, they weren't like, yeah, it was, it was the gray area where we could make our own choice on it. I've got a friend who, um, well, like, was it 2015? I guess it is a bit violent, but Spectre, so like, the kind of latest soul, uh, sorry, James Bond films kind of coming out. And these girls were like, well, it was a big group of us. We're like, oh, we're going to go see it. Yeah. And they're like, we've never seen a James Bond film before. We're like, oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> and then it's like, but their dad would just subtly like leave like newspaper articles around the house. Like, <laughs> the reviews of the film, just like, you know, it's pretty violent. So I'm not telling you what to do. You make the decision yourself, but read it. Read it's it, the man. Context. <laughs> yeah. It's the I quote just... that Lucy will never let me forget is, uh, I don't know, like, because she used to come around every Wednesday to watch a film. I was, and I was like, I don't know why I was asking her, but I was like, do, do men like James Bond? I, think, I, think, I couldn't think of any of my guy friends who like really spoke about it. I was like, is this a film that's supposed to be for everyone or is it like pitched towards women? Like, do you yeah, I think yeah, it's a bit of both, I guess, because it's like for the women, it's like, oh, he's so hot. And then for the men, it's like, oh, we love like action films. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what, that's what, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's, <laughs> I just, I've never heard that before. Just like, of course, yeah, I understand why he did it now. It's quite fine. Just leaving little articles around. Anyway. Nathan was saying that his, obviously his upbringing was fairly staunch, but the one, the one thing that Rollo would, would have like a blind spot for was James Bond. Just like, <laughs> oh, it's fine. Like, so he James <laughs> Bond back, from quite a young age. Back then, I guess it was quite campy, wasn't it? And like jokey. I'd like guess, throw yeah, someone off a cliff and just be like, oh, another happy land. You know, right? <laughs> yeah. like say some quip. That, yeah. that quote from Attack of the Clones, another happy yeah. landing. <laughs> we literally <laughs> named a band after that. <laughs> uh, what's the first single you, or album you remember buying? 
so I remember it wasn't my money. It must have been my parents' money. It was the Busted album, yes, 2003. Man. Brilliant. <laughs> With the year 3000. I thought it was um, Gorilla's Demon Days, but that was, I think, the second. Yeah, so it was Busted. And what was funny about that was I was that rubbish guy that was like, buy the album, just listens to singles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two of my friends would... Uh, I think they had the album, but then their parents clubbed together and like read the lyrics. Like, we don't want you listening to this at all. <laughs> They'd like come round to mine to like, <laughs> they come round like, Can listen to your version. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> that was busted, you say? That was what? Sorry, this was busted. Yeah. Wow. What are their lyrics then? They're not just singing about girls. Uh, I I don't remember what songs they were, but it's person crude lyrics about ladies probably <laughs> ladies bits <laughs> yeah. are you, wow. are you, have you been, yeah busted did you ever listen to them or are they too lame no, I, th- I think two th- by 2003 i would have moved on to uh i wasn't into anything heavy then it would have been like mill and colin like, more ah. of, like whatever was on tony hawk basically yes that is yeah a, um oh. I had, don't think I discover, discovered Blink-182 by then. I discovered them... Uh, how old? So I would have been 15. Yeah, no, I would have been probably... I probably would have been listening to Mill and Colin and also I was, like, down the skate park a lot and, like, the older guys there were, like, introduced me to stuff like Smashing Pumpkins uh, and uh, Rage Against the Machine, stuff like that. But they play it on radios as you were skating, or they just tell you about it. Like, oh, no, I think they we had those really cheap MP3 players. Do you remember? Oh, they're yes. like USB drives, basically, with a tiny screen. They had like one AAA battery <laughs> and the blue backlit display. Yes, that was it. And a little toggle switch on the top. <laughs> yeah. So good. They were so rubbish. They would last like no time. Um, <laughs> So I think, I mean, they probably had iPods, to be honest. That was probably early days of iPods or whatever they had. And they'd be like, listen to this, like share headphones. And it'd be like, and it'd be, and you could only fit, I think they were, um, were they either 64 meg or 128 meg. So you could only fit literally like 15 songs on them. That so is I it. To like choose which songs I wanted. And was then I'd like be a- like down there, be like, look, look, I've got a song. They're so proud of me. <laughs> Was it like a shuffle where you just, but you can see what you listen to? You just yeah, and it would be just be the file name. So like, if you didn't do the file name, yeah. it would just be like scrolling with like lots of underscores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, uh, that sort of age. And then I, th- I think it was probably when I had had my uh, girlfriend. She introduced me to Blink and Green Day and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, did you I remember? See- because I think that that self-titled album by Blink-182 came out in 2003. But I feel uh, like I got into that just after it had come out. Because I remember like on Scars and Kerrang, they would have the videos for I Miss You and Always and all that. So they were, yeah, they were still current. <laughs> you know I mean? Still going. Did you, didn't you see Blink-182 live, but later in life? Yeah, that was in 2012. Saw them at Brixton Academy. That was great. Uh, are you going to tell the crowd surfing story? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's like it was the, <laughs> the the makeup of the crowd was probably mostly people my sort of age. There was younger people there as well because obviously they're bringing out new music, but most of it was people my sort of age going for nostalgia purposes. And there was a guy that was yeah probably my age or a bit younger, and he you could see him like shuffling around. Was it you? It, it wasn't me. No. <laughs> no. Um, it was shuffling about, and he had a backpack on. And then he was like trying to get a leg up. So there's a barrier like halfway. He was like trying to get a leg up to get to crowd surf. And people were like, were, were. So he was coming from like halfway back, going forward towards the stage. And people were passing him. But as soon as they saw him, they were dropping him because he was just butt naked with this, <laughs> with this backpack on. Still had his trainers on. He was just fully nude, but trying to crowd surf. It was so funny. Oh, man. Fortunately, he, he was far enough away from me to, to not. Uh, Oh, not get involved. But imagine that. Like, you just put yourself at real risk. I know. I thought you said, oh, I thought he, like, got to the front and then the security went to grab him and he was like, whoa! And he, like, <laughs> went back again. <laughs> I don't remember what happened. I'm sure he would have got kicked out. 
yeah. can't remember what he did, but yeah, he just kept getting dropped. It was just that really funny. And he kept <laughs> trying again. Like he'd move somewhere else and then just try again. <laughs> Sorry to bring that up. So, uh, back into the hypothetical realm. What would mm. you like as a snack? Remembering you can have anything regardless of intolerances. So, yeah, my boring answer would be beef jerky. But I remembered... Uh, now with cheese on. <laughs> <laughs> um, the barbecue pork steamed buns, like dim sum. Have you ever oh, had that yes. before? Yeah, that's it. Like steamed in the bamboo little. Oh, yes. I mean, the the first time I had dim sum, it was just brilliant. It was in... It was in Canada. So it was like the day after a wedding. Um, and like all the ushers and the family and even the bride and groom that got married were just there. <laughs> They're in this restaurant. I think the bride's mum just like got this sheet and just ticked off. They're just like, we'll have four of this and four of this. And it was like a massive table of people, but they just kept, it was just a train of food. It was like seaweed wraps. And you're like, oh, I'll have one of them. And it's like, oh, there's more incoming. And it was just... Yeah, it's great. It's the first time, I think, that it's just like, just fell asleep afterwards. <laughs> like, after that, like, let's go to the park and to this like lake. We were there just like, me and Joel, just like, oh, so, just drowsy. <laughs> but it was, it was so yeah. good. So if it was oh, just man. a nice snack, barbecue pork buns, please. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> man, they're, they're decent. But I've only had them a couple of times. Uh, the f- first time was in Chinatown. Uh-huh. And they had there was like yeah. outside a restaurant or outside a takeaway, and it's all like drawers. They were open, like they must have had like steam pumping into these drawers, so they were cooked. They just yeah. kept them fresh, and you just like open the little door and get one out. It was really <laughs> bizarre. That was brilliant. They're beautiful. They're just that doughiness. Oh, yeah, so. I think for a while I was like, oh, I can do without because it is like is it like eighty percent dough. And then like twenty percent pork. So I'd rather like more meat. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can get a different feeling, can you? I had I remember I had like one with a little sausage in it and another one with like uh like curry oh, chicken yeah. in it or something. That's great. There's yeah. a restaurant in well, around. There's one in London called Ping Pong. And they do them there. Nice. That is, yes. That's where I want to go. All right. We're gonna get a platter of those in then. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you stay awake for the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Save your drowsiness. Nice, cool. So, what song reminds you of a teenage crush? Uh, um, got two, but they're by the same artist. <laughs> one the is, same girl. Yeah, one is "Teenage Dream" by Katy Perry. Yes, man. <laughs> Other one is. Have you ever heard um, "Last Friday Night" by Katy Perry? It's got a saxophone, <laughs> it's got a saxophone solo in it. Yeah, I, I think it's just from that 2011 era. Just last year at school just looking around like what's going on man but yeah, yeah i don't know it's a it's a funny question isn't it because it's like it does bring up memories that you don't want but other <laughs> people would be like oh like when you were talking about this like infamous kelly with toby i was just like <laughs> oh, that was brilliant and <laughs> kelly so good <laughs> so, many, so many things i can't remember if we i don't think we spoke about it in the episode but just my favourite memory of him. So he was really, he was really cute. He was like always trying to arrange social things with her there. And yes. The classic one was when we arranged to go and see Spider Man at the cinema. I think it was Spider Man Two. I can't remember now. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so he's like trying to play it cool. Pretty sure he was wearing some cream jeans or something like <laughs> just like smart casual, the little shirt. And he went out during the film to go to the loo. And someone had put their popcorn down on the stairs and he just <laughs> steps straight in this popcorn. <laughs> but then he like tries to style it out by just not acknowledging it. So he's walking down the steps with his foot still in the box, <laughs> just like crunching his way down. And like oh, Kelly's right. just like politely trying not to laugh at him, but just didn't acknowledge it. I love that story. So it's just that. like that, that nervousness of like, oh, you know, I've got to try and style this out. Yeah. <laughs> so and meanwhile, that guy's just like, hey! My popcorn. I know. I don't know if it was like an abandoned one from the previous oh. showing, or something, but oh, no, nobody seemed to realise. <laughs> like, yeah, it was so good. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Good times. Yeah, it's true. It's like it is a weird mixture of emotion, isn't it? It's like the feeling of 
there's there's some happiness in a crush but also the like debilitating like can't yeah. do or think about anything else <laughs> yeah it stays with you that is it. Oh man. Good. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> I'll be interested to hear what he says about it. He'll be like, no, it didn't happen. <laughs> well, in fairness, his memory is so good on things like that, he'll probably remember <laughs> what what aspect of it is true. Yeah. Oh. It's funny, um have you watched did you watch the programme The Quiz? Which is about the yes. man who wants to be a millionaire. You know the the um lawyer is talking about your memory like yeah. is based on the last version of that memory so that yeah. your, your mind can change that is true isn't it like i think that's partly true about when you um remember things that happen as a child you probably then your version you have now is what what your parents told you or what you've yeah. relayed or whatever so there's things about like so i on when i was very small i was on the back of my dad's push bike in like the little chair on the back and he he fell off and I fell off and like I had a scar on my hand from it. Yeah, which you can still just about. It looks like a kind of like a birthmark. Um, that happened to me as well. Did it? Like, well, yeah, I didn't get a scar, but like when you're like glued to your like dad's bike, so if like if it topples, like yeah. you go, yeah, that's happened to me. But I think I can remember that, but I probably can't because as far as I know, like if I was in that little chair, I must have been like two or three. Yeah, it's like very unlikely that I remembered it, but it's something that's been retold. So I'm probably like remembering the remembering of it. Oh, I uh, thought he was gonna say like, no, you got a scar on your your arm, not your hand, yeah. and you're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's from when I punched you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, what is your earliest memory? Because I remember, um, I think I was at like a beach in like America, and there was always like whale bones, like just like there in like some woods by this beach. And it turns out I was two then, but I remember that. It's, I mean, it's yeah. not impossible. Somebody yeah. else was saying about an early memory. Funny, the first thing I can, the first thing I think I can remember is up when we used to go on holiday up in Norfolk, there's a place called the Dinosaur Theme Park, which is probably right. part of my love for dinosaurs. Yeah. So it was like in the forest, like, and they just had big, models of dinosaurs amongst the trees and stuff and you could like climb on them and they're like almost full size and there was a plane that was flying over quite low because there was an a like an RAF base nearby and I was like oh what's that and I don't know if it was my dad or my brother was like oh it's a pterodactyl so I like freaked (laughs) out and I ran back to my push chair because I was like really scared by it I don't know if I actually remember that or whether I remember it again, like based on the retelling of it. Yeah. It seems quite vivid though. Like just remember like a shadow. Of, I don't know, but yeah, so much of that <laughs> might have been. Yeah. Quite, you know, it's funny, isn't it? I do remember certain things and then I see a picture of myself like in that moment as like a two year old. Yeah. Who the heck like, is this? <laughs> yeah. Like, like with those whale bones as a picture, but like, I actually remember being there, but then you, trick yourself you're like do i actually remember being there or is it just like you've gone into the photo and you're like yeah (laughs) the the clue is whether you're in if you can remember it in third person or first person (laughs) (laughs) if you can see yourself then you probably went there yeah that's it so what's the first gig that you went to so 2009 Croydon Fairfield Halls, like a tribute band, the Bootleg Beatles. Oh wow, cool! <laughs> we found, yeah, like I remember Phil answering about seeing like, the Eagles tribute band. But yeah, it's like when you're younger, I guess it's like your parents or your your dad or whatever. It's like I'm into this music, therefore come with me and like, yeah. <laughs> come see this. It was really good. I I I really enjoyed it, but I didn't like enjoy it in the moment i think i was just too busy like filming it to watch later kind of thing and then like the um stewards and stuff i like, stopped filming and i was like Burr. oh um yeah no it was really good um they did like the full-on costume changes nice. and went like, phased into the next kind of album and stuff that they were doing i think i think they're still around i think i googled them a few years ago yeah, I swear it was them, um, the bootleg Beatles. They played with Oasis at Nebworth. Ah, oh, right. Because they're like, as far as Beatles tributes go, they are the one, I think. 
Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So that they was... did. Bootleg supported uh, South Oasis, leading to the bootleg Beatles supporting the Britpop band at Earl's Court and Nebworth. Was that 2009, the last Oasis gig? No, no, sorry. I wasn't saying the year. I just mean, I was just saying that they, they, that was in the 90s, actually. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, they just... Way back when? 96, in fact. Ah. Yeah, they just... So, uh, well, obviously, a pretty good... Pretty good. Yeah. Gig, so that was the first gig, and then there's a gap of about... So I think I was 14. There's a gap of, like, five years. And then the next gig I ever went to was to see the Wombats in 2015 yeah. that was the O2 Academy gig uh, it's funny isn't it because it's like the first one you're like with with your parents or with your dad or whatever and then it's like that next gig where it's like you're on your own or with friends and you're just like whoa this is weird yeah, yeah. it's like standing it's as well <laughs> yeah and it's like that's you've chosen to do that as well like with your friends yeah that's your personal music choice <laughs> That is it. So yeah, quite boring answers. But that is it. <laughs> do you do you do you go to see many bands now? Um, not many. I haven't. I had a list somewhere. Otherwise, you just forget, and you're like, all right. And um, there was a lot of activity in 2015 and 16. <laughs> um, I think the last thing I saw was like August 2019. There's this band called Quasa. They used to be called Kaiko, but the name changed. Oh yeah, that was in that was in London, and uh, yeah, that was like much smaller though. It was like in a um, like a dingy like bar, underground kind of thing. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, there was a um, there was a band called Lewis Del Mar, who were pretty good, and they like released an album in 2016, and like at the time, I was like, oh, I love this. And they were going to play at Dingwalls. And I was like, oh, I should go. I don't know anyone else that likes them. Oh, forget it. I didn't. I've just done nothing since. I think they're releasing their next album like in August. So I'm just like, if they do come back, I will be going to see them. <laughs> <laughs> like four years later. Yeah, that's it. There's a few like that I like, still listen to. And think if they ever, if anything ever happens, I've just got to make sure I, have, make sure I can get there. Yeah. Do you, have you... Do you go to gigs like one every few months or three months? Or Probably on average, yeah, not 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 very often now, just because it's like the uh, the the lame the lame reason, but just because most gigs I go to are small, like clubs in in uh, London, and they're often midweek, and I'm just like, oh, yes, man. every yeah. day of the week I'm getting up early. The only day I get any semblance of a lion in on in normal life is uh, a Sunday. Sunday, that's it. Yeah. What about were these the gigs I used to just drive to? Like, forget the train. I'm just going to drive and like park outside the front. Yeah, so I do. I would normally do that on a, if it's, if the gigs on a weekend, uh, especially if it's just me and I'm meeting a mate. Like, you know, so it's not an event so much. Yeah, it's not like you're going to go out for drinks first or whatever. If it's just me and occasionally, like if if someone's bailed. I'll still want to go to the gig on my own, and I'm I'm more likely to do it if I drive because I'm just like it's much much more enjoyable experience to drive. <laughs> and get home a lot quicker as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Like under normal conditions with the tube and the train, you're not going to get home much earlier than half twelve, are you? No. So I'm just like oh, I can't do it. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gagging too now, to be honest. And all the, the whole festival season's been cancelled now as well, which is a bit gutting. That's uh, it. So, were, yeah. were you supposed to go to any that you like signed up for and they refunded you or something? No, I haven't bought any tickets. I was probably going to go to Arctangent again, um, but I hadn't bought any tickets yet. I had a few gigs booked, which um, have been postponed. So, uh, yeah, hopefully I still get to go to those. Hopefully when all this blows over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so can you think of a film that means a lot to you? Not because it's your favourite, but because it's connected with a memory. Yeah, I think the first answer is Toy Story. I think just growing up, I was like, I used to just love Woody and Buzz yeah. <laughs> and watch it all day, every day. And it makes sense because I, I can recite quite a lot of it now. Like I thought, that sounds nerdy, but I was like, one day, like from memory, I'd like to try and sit down 
and try and like go from the beginning, see how far I could get. Yeah. <laughs> like just rewrite or writing it. I did have some other answers, but yeah, Toy Story is still the one. I still like it, but watching back now, like the animation is quite, it's it's quite laughable. Some bits. It's really good though. But have you seen Toy Story Four? Yeah, that's the only film I've watched on Disney Plus so far. Ah, uh, really like good. Like the hyper realistic, like the scuffs on the skirting boards, and it's just like that is real. That just looks realistic, and um, even like the rain as well. I don't know yeah. stuff like. That. I love that animation. That's great. But that's so that yeah, so I used to watch that a lot when I was younger. But I did have another answer. But it was the same as Phil's. It was Dumb and Dumber. Thought <laughs> the same thing. It's like watched it a bit, like a bit too young. You're like nine, but it's a twelve, so you don't really know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I didn't realize for years that the money was like ransom money to like free her husband at the end, and like stuff like that. And um, yeah, I used to watch that a lot. Uh, and then the next phase as you grow up, it was probably like Hot Rod, yep. where my cousin showed me that film and it was just, I was like, there's nothing like it. Like, uh, you could say a bit like, it's a bit like Napoleon Dynamite, but not really. And I think the memory I have with Hot Rod is that my brother was just, it's just kind of like a stunt man just jumping over things and doing backflips. And I was always that cameraman. But like, <laughs> Not wrong. Yo, Kevin. Yeah, so we were just like filming stupid things. Yeah. And then um, it was funny, like, you, so you love this film with your family and then you like go go to school and it's like, no one's ever heard of it. No one's interested. And you're just like, oh man. And then it was only years later when, um, I don't know, you meet a different friendship group and you find out that they know about it and you're like, whoa, opens up a whole world. Just like, oh man, it's great. But yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. But um, well, yeah. What was your answer for this one? Is it Back to the Future? Uh, it might even be Toy Story as well, to be honest. Um, yeah, I watch that a lot, and I think because it was so. Um, um, there's some like scary bits in it that, as well. It's such an event, like that's yeah. the first film like with that level, that that animation, like a turning point from cartoon into animation. And yeah, just a really, really good film. Like we, used to, we were the same. We could probably quote it all the way through. We just, yeah, we used to watch that loads. I can't remember if I saw it at the cinema or not. To be honest, it's ninety. I think it was ninety-four. Was it? Yeah, or ninety-five, something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like even I think I we used to have the video, and I swear I think at the end, end of the credits, it showed like a little behind the scenes of how they like recorded sounds. So there's this yeah. bit, um, do you know at the end when Woody's like trying to, he has one match left and he's trying to light Buzz's rocket. And he's like, no, 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 no. And like whimpering on, no. It was like, showed how they recorded that. They're like, just record, like Tom Hanks, just record a no in a different emotion. You know, like scared to so be like, no. And then like a sad no, like no. And then they just edited it all together. Okay. And that blew my mind. I was like, sound editing, that's great. <laughs> and the, and the um, it's funny, isn't it? Like sometimes the actors would just come in, record their lines and go home and that's it. But then I think it was like Monsters, Inc. They used to bring like the two main characters in to record together. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh man. I love all that. Like when I was younger, I was like, I want to be a voice artist or a voice actor. <laughs> And then you realise like you need to be an actor to be a a voice actor. So it's like doing drama. (laughs) It do really well. Like it's such a such a talent from the actor, but also from the the animators as well to like make the make it believable. Like make the voice the voice to the animation believable, isn't it? That is it. There was this documentary about voice actors, and it was it was really interesting because someone was saying, um, you know, like, oh, I could, do, I could do Marty McFly in Back to the Future. And they'd do a line and they'd be like, that's great, but can you, can you like, breathe like him or, like, run like him? Because this is, like, for the Back to the Future video game, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. So, like, you know, character jumps, so it's got to have the, 
the the breath and the <gasps> breathing like Marty, running like Marty, screaming like Marty. <laughs> so it's like a real job. It's not just a, a five second like a line, like dark, you know. And I was just like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> but that, yeah, that would that job is a bit like stuck indoors all day in a recording yeah. studio. <laughs> must get yeah annoying. <laughs> all of those early Pixar films kind of were meant, meant a lot sort of thing yeah cool so um uh, what were we talking about oh yeah yeah pixar films pretty great <laughs> what things do you miss from your childhood i um it's not like a physical thing but like i miss the uh like family holidays like i don't, I don't know if yeah we like used to go to like france and just like just ride bikes, just ride bikes around France. And it was like really relaxed. And it's kind of that thing of that will never happen again. You like, you can't recreate that. Like everyone's old, are like older and moved on, got their own interests. And it's like, I just, yeah, I just remember, like sometimes if I'm stressed, I just think about, think about that little like village in the, is it the Loire Valley or something. And it's like, re- I just remember the heat, it's like wake up, like, half seven in the morning come out and it's like boiling hot sitting there eating croissants <laughs> nice. no, i really like that yeah so i yeah i've been back since and it is good but it's just different because it was kind of one of those things it's like i was working so i could only go there for a few days and then and then my so i was with my grandparents then my family arrived then i had to leave so it's just like yeah just like 2008 Holiday in France. Yeah, that's nice. it for me. <laughs> cool, man. That's good. Yeah, I think in those, so 2008, you were like 13, 14. So yeah, like that is, yeah, great time. Like we used to be camping at that sort of age. Yes. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just just a lot of outdoor time, a lot of uh, imaginative play. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Not much to work with, but like a field and some hay bales. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and when, even when we were at home at that age, like we would have at the end of our road, we had what was called the hangings. I don't know what the, the origin of that name is, but it's basically like a sort of uh, kind of woodland area that ran all the way along the back of the town. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Like from the end of each road, you kind of drop down into it. And then you could go down and it would link up with with the actual kind of town down the bottom. And yeah, we used to just hang around in there. Uh, or like my friend who lived in the same road as us had in his back garden, he had um, just like his own section of his dad. Dad had a shed, big long shed and then it was like an L shape and he'd have a bit that was supposed to be for him. And we'd always like had, had dreams of like turning it into a proper den yeah um, you know and we'd play like you know have a tree next to it where you could climb up the tree and then climb onto the roof of the shed and just yes yeah all sorts yeah. of all sorts of action going on have you ever had those weird dreams where um you find like a, a secret room in your own house yeah you, yeah have you ever had that it's just like you, you turn yeah you go past the bathroom and there's actually a hatch and you're like <laughs> why and you like go in and it's like a whole like room yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a strange dream but yeah yeah that's it imaginative play and like just en- endless endless possibilities you can just like use the same garden or whatever to do so many different so many so many activities yeah you go back there now and you're just like man is this what we used to do or like we used to climb trees and you go back and you're like it's just not the same yeah. <laughs> the tree's not actually that big that's it. <laughs> stuff like that well, our, our garden growing up was really like didn't have any trees just had tiny patio dropped down onto the lawn and then a shed at the bottom and a hedge at the back that was it and we just yeah still used to find plenty of things to do <laughs> great. oh that's great what song reminds you of your parents <laughs> so i think for my mum it's not a very old song but it's like any song from by the band the script you wow. that? yeah because i think it's like she got a tiny little i can't remember which ipod it was called i don't know it was the, the small one with the click wheel 
Oh, uh, um, the shuffle. Yeah, but no you screen? Had, or? No, it had a screen. Okay, the little nano. That's it. And yeah. it's like the only album on it, I don't know why, it's the script, and she used to play it, and she was like making dinner in the evening. So it's like, I, those songs depress me, but like that's what I remember. <laughs> it's like nonstop script on the yeah. go. Um, and then for Dad, it was, it was always like playing guitar. It was always like just looking by Stereophonics. Okay. Also a song that depressed me. <laughs> but like, yeah, he was like always playing it on his guitar. But if it was, but if not that, there was a lot of, a lot of Beatles songs. But like, if you heard, um, you probably have, Maybe I'm Amazed by Paul McCartney. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I haven't heard that in years and I listened to it the other day and it took me straight back to my lounge. Dad cool. just like pranking it up. <laughs> so that's it for me. Yeah. Were you influenced by your parents' um, musical tastes, or are you all wildly different? No, definitely, yeah, big time. Like on, from a starting point, like the key bands, like the Beatles and Pink Floyd and stuff like that. Um, and even the stuff in the middle, like when you're in the early teens, my dad, especially, was listening to a lot of stuff that, at the time, I was just like, oh, I'm sick of this. Like stuff like Sade and Shania Twain. <laughs> My dad used to just play Beautiful by Christina Aguilera all the time. <laughs> but, but now it's like, like not with the exception of Christina Aguilera, some of the Sade and like Shania Twain and Nelly Furtado and Nora yes. Jones. Like, it's like quite, I, I don't listen to it, but I sometimes like, oh, I'm just going to look, look it up on Apple Music and play that. Yeah, see what um, it's like. They're just, in, like, just ingrained in your mind because they do like a mixtape or like a yeah. CD. And any time we're going anywhere in a car, it'd just be those same like five <laughs> DDs going around. As so you know, what's coming up next? Embedded into your brain. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Aww. So, what film have you or could you watch over and over again? Oh man, let's have a look. So, the, yeah, the answer changed over the years. Like, um, like the first thing that comes to mind is School of Rock. Yes. The Jack Black. Oh, it was a man. great film. It was great. It was like the only film where like at the end of it, it made me like, I just like the urge to play guitar. I want to do this. Now finally I've, years later, started having guitar lessons. Did you? Like, yeah, yeah. Just an hour a week. Cool. And uh, yeah, I still want to play Teacher's Pet. You know, the song they play. Yeah. <laughs> That's the great thing about the internet is somebody would have made a tab of that for sure. Yes. Oh, they have. They have. So, yeah, it changed. So it was School of Rock, but like later in life, it's changed now to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Have you seen that? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it, actually. I don't know where it is. I think it's on Now TV. Is it, it would be on Disney Plus, wouldn't it? Um, is it? I haven't checked. Maybe. Outside of the universe. Yeah, I can't remember. It's so good. I mean, it's just like the animation is just... I don't know what they call it. Is it cell shading? No, oh, I can't remember. I know what but you mean. It's, yeah. it's a brilliant, fun ride, and it's like I think I went to see it in the cinema and accidentally booked it. Um, the screening with subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just like, oh man! But then it's like after a few minutes, I just didn't care. I was like, this is great. So, but yeah, like, um, I've got the book actually. There's a coffee table book of artwork of how they drew all the characters bit nerdy but yeah that is the one so you, I, are you like fully immersed in the marvel universe or are you, <laughs> are you um, somewhere in the middle yeah yeah like, i really enjoy it but um i wouldn't know you know like oh they've taken that storyline from that comic from 1949 and that like, I, d I don't know many of this where the storylines originate from yeah but yeah it's kind of like i get yeah like you get caught up in the hype sometimes. You're like, yeah, I'll go see that. But there's very few I've like rewatched. Like when Iron Man came out, I just I don't know why, but I just remember not enjoying that or Transformers, even though they were like big films of was it two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Mm. I remember being like, mm. but now I don't know. What about you? Are you you're kind of like I'll see it. Like, yeah, I've oh. got no, I've got no, um, I'm not, no emotional connection to it in terms yeah. of expectation, <laughs> which That's I think it. if you can be like that about anything, 
like it just leads to a lot less disappointment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just um, into the storyline kind of thing. I think I I was more more disappointed, well, more invested in in Star Wars, and even that's not not a lot. But it was, I was still more disappointed with um, what's well, come of it, kind of. Whatever thing. is it? What's the last one? Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is just like just feel like it's ticking boxes. It was yes. alright, and it was like. Um, you know, a- aesthetically very impressive. But yes. Just a bit silly, really. <laughs> I know. I think like, the least offensive was, way of describing it. Yeah. It was such a wild ride seeing it, but it like, hurts your brain. You're like, wait, 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 wait. It's like tying up loose ends that don't need to be tied up. Like, even yeah. at the very end, like, is it Lando Calrissian turns to that girl? Like, <laughs> yeah. so, Who are you? And she's like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, well, let's find out. It's like, no, you don't need that. <laughs> She's not your daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just, I, probably, I, will, I will rewatch it, probably. Yeah. I also felt like out of all of them, it was the most sort of uncomfortable as well. Like when towards the end, when it gets a, when Palpatine's going into yeah. super Ooh, creepy mode, weird. I just felt like I uh, don't feel great about this. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I'm just checking out where Spider-Verse is. No, it's not. On, I don't think it is on Disney Plus. Oh, it's really cheap to buy. You can buy it on Amazon for six quid. That's pretty good. It's That's worth it. Man. If if your if your recommend recommendation is that strong, I might just buy it. <laughs> Straight to buy. The only yes, other uh, film I own on on Amazon at the moment is uh, Quiet Place. <laughs> Great. Oh, well, I was um, looking forward to seeing the sequel to that at the cinema. It was due, It was it was going to be released on the twenty second of March, but. Yeah, John Krasinski was like, "We're gonna wait. We're gonna wait and watch it together." Yeah, I know. It's just like I was googling it the other day. Like, any updates? Like, no updates. Nothing going on yet. No release date. But um, I remember it was your answer to this question. Back to the Future. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. When I was younger, I think my answer would have been Back to the Future Part Two, though. Yeah. Because I love that like film. What was it? Not film within a film. Yeah, yeah, the crossover, different characters. Yeah, that did. I think I said before, but it really, it really impressed upon me as I got older. Like, oh, this is really clever. Like, the kind yes. of back, background going on, you know, and like the bit yeah. when he knocks himself out. Yes, when, he, when, yeah. he, when uh, Biff gets the almanac from him. Even yeah, the bit where like shows him playing on stage, and it's like, but the the um, oh like, yeah, he's hanging above it, above, yeah. like crawling along, but then. That could have been a body double. No, oh, but it's just, yeah. I love your story. You're, you and Toby, like, you had the TV edit. So all your quotes are, like, slightly off. Clean, but yeah. slightly off. Yeah. So let's get these batteries to 90. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was just an innocent misunderstanding, bless him. Just <laughs> oh. a heavy oh. accent. Have you ever seen... Um, I haven't seen him in a while. If you've been on a plane, maybe they have like the airplane edit of a film. Yeah, yeah. they cut out ridiculous stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's good. But, um, well, yeah, speaking of airplanes. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of airplanes, what's yeah, yeah. Uh, what's what's your what's your favourite place that you've been or that you could imagine? Yeah, I'm not very imaginative. Sorry, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I really like like the Jurassic Coast, like definitely like Low Earth Cove and Durdledore. It's it, it, again, it's quite a mainstream answer. I went there when I was very young, and I didn't know it was a mainstream thing then. Like I was like, no one knows about this. It's like a hidden place, <laughs> and it's like really good. It was only I think when I was younger, I was like in Swanage, and someone walked past me, walked past me, and they were just like, hey, can you show me how to get to here? And I was like, what? And they showed me just like. Durdle door on their phone. Yeah, I was like, nah. surely, like, you Googled that to get that image. Like, you can work it out, man. <laughs> you yeah. Know. I love but, that. Um, what, what was your reaction? Well, it's a good job that somebody revealed to you that it was it was known by that point. Yeah. Imagine, imagine your reaction at last year's convention with that music video presentation with Durdle <laughs> door. You've been like, whoosh, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw over. a picture. Um, I think a brother took a photo, or he went there, like, in the snow. It just like, obviously, just a completely different, oh, yeah. a white out, and it's like, 
how did you even get there, man? Just hiked over the, the hills to get there. That's but, great. Um, That's a good guess, I'm guessing you've been there before, have you? You know what? I haven't. I haven't actually walked to Dirtle Door. I've obviously been down there loads, but um, no, I haven't actually walked around there yet. I've always oh, done the bit, you know, kind of up behind Pat's caravan, that, that walk. Yes. That way. Um, yeah. Yeah, I haven't done, I haven't done Dirtle Door yet. The, the, yeah. the walk back is a killer because obviously the car park's on a hill and then you like walk all the way down to the beach and along the beach and then it's like car park quick it's shut in like 15 minutes and you like look back up like, oh man yeah it is a, a rough one <laughs> where do you think is the first place you want to head once once we can start going places yeah more oh. if you're talking locally probably like Ikea for some sweet meatballs <laughs> wow some food. You're doing um, it to yourself. Hopefully yeah, you'll do, do uh delivery service. Yeah. You're probably thinking you can access that food now, like you know, from supermarkets, but it's not the same there. No. Um so that's more locally, and if you're like spreading out a bit, maybe Wales, who we went there recently uh to find some waterfalls. I think there's a big old trail of like five different waterfalls and a long old walk loops around and goes up hills to find them and it was just great i didn't i don't think i've seen a real waterfall like that just like just amazing at just like just staring at the water like how's that like where's that coming from like how's it going? so powerful as well if you get don't do it but if you get a bit close it is like anyway yeah. we, when be, we when we went to mauritius i was trying to swim into it and i was like using all my energy I just yeah. couldn't do it. I just couldn't get <laughs> pushing me back. It's like, no, 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 no. Get out of here. Oh, man. Was yeah. the water warm? No, that it was might be cool. Ah. No, but it was so hot outside, it, you know, it probably, if, if that water was here, it probably would have felt warm. Yeah. So just the whole time in Mauritius, we were just like baking, like, just felt like you're in, inside an oven. Well, actually, inside <laughs> a store now, because it's so humid. Did so, it ruin the trip? No, 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 it was. I obviously expected it to be warm, but I didn't. It kind of took a toll on my body. I, like I don't think my body could could cope with being that hot all the time. So I had like quite an upset stomach all the time, and just felt like oh, really. Oh, really? So oh. I think I used to like, get like that when I was young, like because I was just like a pale fat kid. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't oh. But because it's just so humid, I was just like, I can't do this. Yeah, yeah. I used to get like uh, like eczema on my hands, like back of my hands, but, like. I found if we went, I don't know if we went like on holiday or like say Mauritius was so hot, it would just clear up and like hands wouldn't hurt anymore. And I'd be like, this is brilliant. And you'd fly back home and it'd be like winter time. Yeah. So I like glove the hands for as long as I could. <laughs> and like keep that good skin for a few weeks and then like frost gets it again. <laughs> yeah. that it. I guess, yeah. I, yeah, I can't deal with that humidity you're like, I, like you do enjoy it but it's like if you're cold you can easily warm yourself up you know a jumper a blanket a drink but when you're hot to keep cool you're just like chugging water yeah. and nothing's <laughs> happening you're like ah! coming straight up the skin <laughs> So there you go, that's Denim, he's a good egg, and yeah that was a great great conversation, felt bad I had to cut him short a little bit <laughs> at the end because uh, I'd arranged to go out on a little walk, make sure I got some outdoor time, uh, quite a busy work week last week so I was a bit knackered so the temptation is just to stay indoors but I think it's just yeah there's so much beautiful green space around here we've just got to make the most of getting out for some sun um had a little hangout with some sheep yesterday uh, yeah funny funny little creatures so there'll be another episode out on friday uh, i'm not sure who yet but every episode i've done so far has just been great just so nice to uh, have this sort of conversation with friends uh, perhaps talking about stuff don't normally get a chance to talk about so yeah hope you enjoy it hope you have a good week 
make sure you talk to your friends tell someone if you're feeling a bit crap don't don't be a stranger the jingle was blippy trance by kevin mcleod not that one and uh, have a great week see you next time